But let's be honest, nothing in 2021 is normal, is it? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Every Knee Shall Bow, your weekly Catholic podcast on evangelization. This is Mike Gomer-Gormley, and I want to walk you through a few things that are happening right now with the podcast and show in our own lives. Dave is still recovering from his bout with COVID and the issues that that created trying to get his kids home from Pittsburgh, from their to Pittsburgh, from their vacation in Dallas. COVID hit him really hard. And so we'll have him back, I know, uh, in a couple of weeks to talk about it, I'm sure. Next, pray for my family. We've been going through a lot recently. When it rains, it pours. You may know that after trying to have six kids, or my youngest son is six years old, you know, we still kept trying to have more kids. We ended up having two miscarriages back to back. The first miscarriage, we named her Hope, was lost during Holy Week, which was really hard on our family. And the second one we named Benedict was lost in June. So essentially we got pregnant almost immediately after the miscarriage and we were devastated, but things got much, much worse for us. We found out in July that we were pregnant again, which was a shock, but we were terrified and it was hard to even hope for a successful pregnancy in this, in this time period. But we began taking our blood tests and our levels were finally tracking really, really well. But because, you know, in the miscarriage world, one miscarriage is obviously a tragedy, but two is a pattern. And so our doctor for our third pregnancy ordered an early ultrasound, and this was life-saving. So we get to see our baby's heartbeat for the first time after these last two other pregnancies, um, and everything seemed to be progressing, but our doctor, much to our great sorrow, told us the bad news, that we were actually experiencing an ectopic pregnancy. Uh, kind of a unique one because the baby was implanted inside my wife's scar tissue from her previous C-sections. This means it was technically an ectopic, even though it was even though it was in the uterus. It's it's very bizarre. But the very next day, we had an emergency um, follow up to get a second opinion from a high risk pregnancy specialist. Wonderful office. You could tell that this is the stuff that they dealt with every day. And uh, their machines were, you know, their ultrasound equipment was was elite, to say the least. And the doctor came to us and said, just to let you know, I've examined all the stuff. You are not to go home. You are to go directly to your doctor's emergency room. We already have a room scheduled for surgery. You this is so serious, the doctor said, that you might die in your drive home. That's how. That's how dangerous this ectopic pregnancy was. So before we could even process what the heck was going on, we were in our minivan driving to the emergency room, talking to my priest, uh, my buddy, Father David Hust, um, and walking us through the moral implications of this operation and all the different things that go along with it. But uh, the good news is that the Gormley family, we go to a wonderful women's OBGYN called Caritas in Sugarland. And our doctors are devout Roman Catholics, you know, everything in accordance with the church. We go to a Catholic hospital called St. Luke's. And um, my buddy, Father David, called his buddy, Father Angelo, Angelino, excuse me, who's the pastor of a local church right near the hospital. And he's also a, a moralist in the church, in our local church. So we all sat together and talked and cried together and walked through the 
procedure of an ectopic pregnancy and dealing with scar tissue and all this stuff. So it it was incredible that my wife was able to receive anointing of a sick and Holy Communion and be graced with these conversations together before she went into surgery. About a week later, the doctor told us that it was actually worse than she imagined. Essentially, my wife's uterus had already begun to rupture. There was already an opening. And for those of you who know this, like what comes next is hemorrhaging. And we were terrified of that. The doctor was terrified of that. But here's the problem. Typically, when the uterus ruptures, you feel the woman feels an acute stabbing pain. But when they opened up my wife and did the laparoscopic surgery, they found that she already had the rupture. It had already happened, and she experienced none of that pain at all. And so the my doctor very seriously said, because you didn't experience that pain, you never would have driven to a hospital. She said, Shannon, you were literally minutes, not hours or days, from possibly dying. So yeah, the Gormley family is dealing with a lot right now. We had this happen one day late or two days later was my son's sixth birthday. There was a lot of pain and suffering that kind of uh, have been happening over and over in, in our lives and our families. And we're trying to kick off, you know, I as the new director of religious education here at our parish, I'm now in charge of life teen and edge and confirmation and elementary and all of these, the sack prep and all these things. And while I have wonderful employees that are helping me run it, everything, the final plans are happening right now. You know, we're also kicking off our home. We homeschool. So we're kicking off the school year and all the things that kind of go with that and dealing with our kids and, and their own grief and suffering with everything. Um, so that's one of the reasons why we've been doing this Brandon Vought series or the series with Brandon Vaught's book, Return, How to Bring Your Child Back to the Church, in my parish is I wanted to offer something for all of our parents and, you know, other people who want, who desire to bring people back to the church. I love the book because it's very practical, but because of now having to plan several more medical visits, I wasn't able to prepare this week's show. So the next two weeks, you're going to get the last two classes that I taught. I just did the last one last night, Tuesday, August 17th. So Ascension's going to edit and air these next week. And I, I just have to say, y'all, Ascension Press is one of the greatest places. Uh, I can't imagine a more loving group of people. Number one, they're incredible patients just dealing with me and Dave in general, getting them podcasts the week they go out instead of a week before so they can edit. And y'all are amazing. Thank you so much. But on top of that, on top of their patience with us, they have sent my family flowers. Individuals within Ascension Press who listen to the show have sent me emails and just saying like, hey, our whole marketing department is praying for you. I'm praying for you. Um, friends that I've made over the years with Ascension have reached out. It's been kind of incredible. Um, they also enrolled our family with like religious orders who offer masses and stuff for us. So Ascension Press, I could not imagine trying to do a podcast with another company that would be as loving and kind and patient as you all. So thank you so much for everything that you've done for us. And I want to thank you, the listeners. I know a lot of you um, also listen to Catching Foxes and other things that we might do. But I have to say, <laughs> you must realize how insane me and Dave's lives are. I wish, me and Dave both wish, that we could be much more consistent with the show and everything that we try to put together for y'all. Living in two different cities, not being able to just sit down and hammer out you know, three or four episodes and get it all organized and stuff. 
uh, is a real bummer for us. But you should know that me and Dave have actually crafted really good plans and projects for this podcast with the whole goal of like like series and topics and how to go deeper and bring on special guests that could give us better insight into certain things. But they have been continually interrupted with our crazy lives. So thank you for being patient with us, uh, for following the show. I know many of you uh, who listen to Catching Foxes and have heard my whole kind of the longer story have already reached out and just let me know that you're praying for our family. So we feel your prayers. Um, You know, I always tell people, you know, when you feel like you're going through hell, keep going because then you realize it's not hell. It's just it's just a really rough form of purgatory. Right. And with purgatory, you always have hope. That's the difference between hell and purgatory. There is no hope in hell. The suffering never ends. But in purgatory, the suffering ends with a beatific vision. And I just offer all of our sufferings that me and my wife have experienced for the conversion of souls and um, the consolation of of our friends who have gone through similar things yet don't have a beautiful community to help walk them through. Um, also, I want to say that, um, you know, to continue offering your prayers for the healing, health, and um, consolation of Amber Van Vickel and all the stuff that their family has been going through for now two years of cancer and treatment and everything that goes with that. So I know that the every knee shall bow. The EKSB audience is the best. Me and Dave do have plans to sit down and record in about a week or so so that we can start prepping shows for September. Send us your questions that you might have. Send us your scenarios or whatnot that you feel. And send us your glory stories that you feel are appropriate for being read and talked about on Every Knee Shall Bow. We want this to be an audience-fed and led show. So, uh, yeah, please email us, eksb at ascensionpress.com. We read every email. We don't actually respond to every email. We try to respond by creating the show around it. So thank you all for listening. Thank you all for your patience. God bless you. Next week, you'll get the second to last show uh, of the class that I did on return. And then you'll get the, the final episode, which I just recorded last night all the way. It was, it was an epic, it was an epic show as we went through objections that many people who have left the church have And then you'll get me and Dave, and uh, hopefully things will start to feel a little bit more normal. But let's be honest, nothing in 2021 is normal, is it? (laughs) Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for journeying with us. God bless you. Adios. 